<clears throat> Mic check. Hey, we're off to a good start so far. Our mic's working this week. Anyways, welcome to Pod for Teacher. I am Brad Baldwin, your host for today. Last episode, Aaron, Nate, and I discussed assessments in education, and we're fortunate enough to interview with Dr. Brian Wargo, one of our esteemed colleagues. Since then, the class of 2018 has graduated. Congratulations to all those students. I know that I speak for the rest of the district, that we are also proud of you and excited to see what your futures hold. Today, we are going to reflect on the graduation ceremony and listen to Aaron and Nate's attempt at a commencement speech. Let's listen in. Members of the board of directors, administrators, faculty, staff, families, friends, and the graduating class of 2018. Good evening. I'm Aaron Fitzpatrick. For those of you who don't know me, I attempt to teach English and journalism here at the high school. You do a great job. <clears throat> and uh, I am Maitland Jelly, and I do a worse job attempting to teach history. <laughs> Before we go any further, though, uh, I would like to give a shout out to my lovely wife sitting right there and one of my amazing daughters, Lily. Lily, would you like to say hi to the graduates? Yeah. Uh, for this little portion, I'm gonna like break the fourth wall. I'm gonna try and talk from the heart directly and go off script, so uh, if I need more tissues, Ms. Goodson, I'm coming your way. <laughs> That's a joke that never gets old. <laughs> Is it weird looking at the back of me? Anyway, I'm looking too. Uh, in the last year, two years, I've had the privilege of teaching or getting to know probably 90 or more percent of you. And I can honestly say that if my daughters grow up to be like any one of you that I know, I'm not worried. Now those of you I don't know very well, it's a different story, maybe, I don't know. Um, but, but for the people that I've, I've gotten to know, you're a terrific class, and I guess the bottom line is, I love you guys, from the bottom of my heart, so congratulations. But that's not the end, that's just the um, we'd like to take this time to, to thank the senior class for selecting us as the co-keynote speakers. We're still not exactly sure what they were thinking when they did that, um, but we're honored nonetheless. We do apologize, however, as we know how much you were all looking forward to having this wonderful event outside with more tickets and guests. And while we could be pragmatic and blame the weather, Mr. Deal told us the truth yesterday. Uh, he knew our selection as keynote speakers would drive so many people away that a smaller venue is the only way we could fill the seats and avoid looking weak as a district. Yeah. <laughs> so ultimately though, the two of us, you know, we like to think of ourselves as any famous duo that you can come up with. Abbott and Costello for some of the older folk maybe perhaps. Laverne and Shirley. Uh, Statler and Waldorf, the old dudes from the Muppets. Yeah, they're a big hit. How about uh, Ben and Jerry perhaps? Mm -hmm. Key and Peele? Kanye and Kim? Porter and Ibala. Uh, despite the fact that we wrote this speech about five minutes ago, give or take, uh, we do realize the importance of this address. Uh, we don't want to give you a speech saturated with graduation cliches, like, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, but what if you're tranquilizing a charging rhino? Always appreciate your parents. Yeah, but how about those same parents who, when you told them that their eldest son was about to deliver a keynote speech at a graduation ceremony, they said, couldn't they find anyone else? <laughs> Follow your dreams. This is typically good advice. Yeah, yeah? sure, sure. Um, unless the words, your dreams, are on a bumper sticker of a windowless van you're following around that has free candy written on the side. 
never stop learning, learning, learning. And, and <laughs> as educators, that advice is pretty hard to argue. Um, however, you don't really have a say in the matter a lot of the time. Uh, from the early days when you learned on your own, not to stare at the sun, not to remove the stuffed piece of toast from the toaster with a knife. I always do that still, I do. Or not to wear a grocery bag as a helmet. You can't help but learn. Learning is ubiquitous, but like you said, we're not going to go down that tired old road. Speaking of cliches, full disclosure here, we were doing a little research on the worst graduation cliches, and uh, I was troubled to find that last year I uh, gave the number three worst graduation speech cliche of all time, known as the starfish story. You know, somebody walking on the beach talking about, but you know what, every time I think of it, that story chokes me up, so it's all right. <laughs> so, uh, why no cliches, you ask? Well, uh, much like my pop culture references in class these days, sadly, not everyone understands them. Mr. Gill, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but also, cliches are overused. They're vague. Like my suit's overused. Very much so. Yeah. And a uh, poor substitute for actual evidence. So while we may be poor substitutes for your more desirable A1 primo keynote speakers, mm -hmm. we figured we owed it to you to give it the old college try anyways. So, what's the point? That's the question we've heard at different times throughout the year. Everyone at some point needs to answer that question for themselves. Now for me personally, that answer is deeply rooted in my faith. For others, it's their family. For others, it's their career. For others, it's something entirely different. For me, the most important thing you can be in life is happy. But only you can define your happiness. Not your parents, not your teachers, not your friends, not even Kanye. They got that reference. That was good. But as a wide, uh, excuse me, that, that really is going to turn the joke. I got a chance. Let's edit that. Edit, edit that, that word. Yeah. But as a wise, wise, old, bald band director once told me, <laughs> that wide word was a real flip. It, it, it says wise. It says wise on the paper. <laughs> Most of us do things in our lives knowing we'll never be rich in the financial sense of the word. But the experiences we have and the connections we've made along the way, the potential for the impact we can have on others and others have on us in return makes us more rich than any one paycheck can provide. So what we recommend is finding someone you admire and ask them how they answer that question. But no matter how you answer it, we believe we can all agree that life's about relationships. And so as we go through the speech, hopefully that is evident. So back to the original question, what's the point? Is being number three that much better than being number nine? Are the long hours of studying and preparing and trying to satisfy the requirements for the print media cult worth it? <laughs> to that, we say yes, absolutely yes. Pushing yourself when times get tough is an invaluable trait. Life is tough. Ask anyone in attendance here. Ask yourself, is life tough? Yes. Being responsible is huge. Being reliable and dependable are huge. The characteristics you develop will greatly determine how you treat others. But with all that being said, do you need to sacrifice everything else in life in order to achieve academic excellence, occupational excellence, etc.? There needs to be time for Fortnite, right? There's got to be. Yeah. 
<laughs> Those YouTube videos about cats won't watch themselves. <laughs> and to that we say, breathe. Pushing yourself to the brink of collapse is not the way. We believe you can strive for excellence without sacrificing everything else. As teachers, we pour our hearts and souls into what we do, but we also have lives outside of school. Contrary to what you think about this guy, he's got a life outside of this place. It's true, he does. <laughs> do your best to set boundaries for yourself because you know what? YOLO! See what I mean? These references. Bring it back. Now, uh, to the mouth breathers who may or may not be among us tonight. Maybe you don't need to play as much Fortnite. You do only live once. But then again, you only live once. As the saying goes, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. With that in mind, the habits you develop now, both good and bad, will be harder to break as you get older. Some of us have a really hard time passing up those sheets, mac, and cheese bites. We know who you are. I'm one of them. I'm one of you. Or that second helping of pierogies at the Circle of Scholars Dinner. I mean, it's a buffet. It's like, it's welcome. Buffet. Get more food, right? <clears throat> now, imagine you're 87 years old. You know, as a side note, uh, life does go by fast, even though you know the two of us here we look 23, right? But we're 33. Easy. Life flies by. So anyway, back to being 87. I did this as an exercise in one of my classes. Some of you are there. You know, you remember. Um, and your friends and your family are throwing a party to celebrate you. If you knew they were speaking from a genuine and sincere heart, what would you want them to say about you? Would you want them to say they wished you gossiped more or spent more time with your hobbies? Uh, Bob, you were too involved with our lives. Alice, try to be more negative. No! As one graduating senior said while completing this exercise, I would want them to say that I was worth the sacrifice. I would want them to say that they are still proud of me, even if I didn't reach the pages of the next history book, that my happiness is enough to validate the time, energy, money, and love they invested in me. I would want them to look at me and have no regrets on the choices I've made. I would want them to remind me that it's okay to have plans that change and dreams that evolve. I would want them to tell me that I didn't have to be perfect to make them proud. At least, I think that's what I'd like to hear after the next 70 years of trials. So, so with that, our lives are like hourglasses. Life is finite, but our lives are not. Our lives leave a legacy. That brings us to another question we've been asked. What's the point if, in 100 years, no one remembers who we were and our name is never spoken of again? Answer, legacy. Think about who you are as a person today. Did you get to where you are on your own, or did other people have a significant impact on who you've become? For both the good and bad qualities in our lives, they were fostered by others. Some encouraged us to be better, while some, unfortunately, tore us down. Either way, who we are is greatly shaped by others. If we extrapolate, I'm trying to impress these English people in here, that out, <laughs> then those people that influenced us had folks that influenced them, so, those people also had an indirect influence on our lives. And those people that we influence will indirectly be influenced by those who influenced us, etc. Life is exponential. Math people, that's for you. <laughs> Everyone leaves a footprint, maybe a carbon footprint. Science folk, we got you. <laughs> but life is not lived in a vacuum. 
So even if no one remembers us in 100 years, and our names are never mentioned, our legacy lives on through the lives of those we've impacted and the lives of those people, that the lives that those people have impacted. You all are part of our legacy. We might not know what you do in the future, but we are in some way tied to it if we've impacted your life. And so I'm reminded of a story I recently was introduced to, and it goes something like this. So a group of alumni, you guys can be that someday, highly established in their careers, got together to visit their old university professor, or maybe high school teachers, yeah, yeah. Anyway, conversations soon turned into complaints about stress at work and life. So offering his guests coffee, the professor went to the kitchen and returned with a large pot of coffee and an assortment of cups. Yet porcelain, plastic, glass, crystal, some plain-looking, some expensive, some exquisite, telling them to help themselves to the coffee. When all the students had a cup of coffee in hand, the professor said, if you notice, all the nice-looking expensive cups have been taken up, leaving behind the plain and cheap ones. While it's normal for you to want only the best for yourselves, that is the source of your problems and stress. Be assured that the cup itself adds no quality to the coffee. In most cases, it's just more expensive and in some cases even hides what we drink. What all of you really wanted was coffee, not the cup. But you consciously went for the best cups, and then you began eyeing each other's cups. Now consider this. Life is the coffee. The jobs, money, and position in society are the cups. They are just tools to hold and contain life. And the type of cup we have does not define nor change the quality of life we live. Sometimes, by concentrating only on the cup, we fail to enjoy the coffee. Savor the coffee not the cups. The happiest people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. But simply, love generously, care deeply, speak kindly. So, what's the point? All of the schooling, all of the trials, all of the pressures, all of the fun, all of the laughter, all of it, what's the point? You are the point. All of our efforts as educators, all of your efforts as students, friends, employees, etc. All of it is for you and for us. Life is not lived in a vacuum. We hope we've had an impact on you, but it's just as important to tell you that you have had an incredible impact on us. The joy of teaching is found in you. It's found in you. History is mediocre, most of you would agree. Yeah. English is okay. Yeah. But you are the true joy of what we do you will never fully know the tremendous influence you've had on our lives. Thank you not for what you've accomplished, but for who you are as humans. We're proud to know you. We're proud to have been a part of your story. And we can't wait to follow the next chapters. And that, my friends, is the point. So. So to the graduating class of 2018, we say, congratulations. Full disclosure, there was not a laughter track used, but the guys had me hold up cue signs for the audience during their speech. Before I get into my takeaways, I want to say that the guys did a great job. I actually mean that. I was hoping that this episode would be a roast fest of their corny jokes, cliches, and references, but I would be a hypocrite in doing so. I love dad humor. 
although I never say YOLO fits. We'll be right back after this. Pod for Teacher is the brainchild of Aaron Fitzpatrick, Nate Langelli, and Brad Baldwin, and produced in their personal capacity. Opinions expressed on this podcast are the hosts and guests' own and do not reflect the views of Freedom Area High School or the Freedom Area School District. Any account of this podcast without the written consent of Lily Langelli is strictly prohibited. I really enjoyed the coffee cup metaphor that life is the coffee and cups are, well, there to have a purpose, not for social statuses. When I ask students what their long-term goals are in life, more often than not, they say to own a big house, drive a nice car, and make lots of money. I'm not going to lie, I too like those luxuries, but in my opinion, life is not about the things you have. It is about making an impact in this world, bettering it, bettering others. Remember that good things will happen to good people. Another takeaway from the speech is this, learning is reciprocal. We, as teachers, learn a tremendous amount from our students. It is is important for us to listen. Whether it is a lesson they have gained from their own experiences or trials and errors, a new trend, perhaps a dance move, musical artist, a video game, or their own mastery knowledge in some content, we should not be afraid to let students teach us something. In my experience, they usually do. Finally, to the class of 2018, here are my words of wisdom. To go off of what Nate and Aaron discussed, Build your legacy. Make an impact in this world. Don't be afraid to listen, learn, and to teach. We all have something special in us. Find that something special and make the most of your life. To conclude, the thesis of their speech was this. What's the point? The point is to savor life, not things. This is such a valuable lesson that is not taught enough. What's the point of my commentary? My point is this, class of 2019, Nate and Aaron did a nice job, but make sure to vet your potential keynote speakers. That's all I have for today. Follow us on Twitter at Pod4Teacher. Please subscribe and rate as a listener on whichever platform you are hearing this podcast. Tune in next week when Nate, Aaron, and I share our background stories with you and why we became educators. Thanks for listening.